one of these days you'll discover that I just have a rap project I've been working on for years in the yeah, background and it'll just no one knows about. <laughs> album will be number one on iTunes. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jihad, whatever you're... No, that's too close to Jihad. Um, yeah, but that's like... Name. That's how... <laughs> Yo, they call me Jihad. I'm about to blow up. <laughs> <laughs> there's, but there's no way... People can... be like, oh God, because I decided to show up. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> well <clears throat> update uh there are now three baby goats in this world <laughs> oh my god yep I, three i knew the goats were gonna make an appearance yep from one mama we thought she had twins in there but nah she had three kicking wow yep wow um so that's what i got to walk into work on and friday um, yeah, those videos you sent me were phenomenal, by the way. Oh, aren't they so precious? Yeah. yeah. They were still figuring out how to walk in those videos, and their umbilical cords were still kind of dangling. Yeah. Um, it was a beautiful thing. And this Monday when I go in, um, we're recording on a Sunday, but um, who knows how many baby goats there are going to be. How many uh, more pregnant goats were there? There's five more in there. Jesus. Well, and we have about eight more in the field. It's just you know, the billy goat was in there for about three months, so he knocked them up kind of over the course of those. Dang. No, it wasn't three months. It was two months, but still. So they're all kind of a little bit spread out. So we just have the most pregnant ones in the shop right now just so they can kid. Um, yeah, so we have five in there right now, and three of them were set to pop this last week, but they were all running late because of the weather, I think. So um, – I might go in. There might be like eight baby goats in there when I yeah, go in or, tomorrow. Or 18, it sounds uh, like. Could be. I mean, if the other ones went early and these ones went late, you never know. So, <laughs> Jesus, man. It, it will be very, very hard to work. When You're going to be just... tripping over baby goats. <laughs> yeah. It's so well, funny how much personality they get. Like, there's one that's already trying to get out of its cage. Like, it's, <laughs> it's one day old and it's already like, what's out there? What's out there? What's out there? It's, it's great. <laughs> Uh, wow. but this is a uh, yeah so i figured i'd share that with you yeah that's pretty great i that's that's uplifting for sure mm. and it kind of goes with the theme i mean this is a podcast called into the echo by the way duh yeah. but um Hi. there are a lot of new things this week yeah uh, at, at least at the time of recording like we're settling into a new president um mm-hmm. but we we care more about the whole new it's, music that's yeah. come out recently it, is settling the word you would you would use to describe it or oh we're a hundred percent settling for this yeah, guy okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but i don't want to get into that because yeah. our songs will give us plenty of opportunities to talk uh, yeah about fuck that guy let's not even talk about him well i mean you picked a you picked a, um, a couple songs that very okay so uh one is just because it's dope as shit and two is because it's <sighs> It's all the rage with the kids these days, so we it need to is. talk about it. Mm. Um, but let's let's talk? start with some dope shit. Dope shit, yeah. All right. um, and let's that, of course, it. is uh, a report to the shareholders and kill your masters from Run the Jewels. Probably play the score for the world war. At the apocalypse, play the encore. 
Turn around, see L and I smile. Hell coming and we got about a mile. Until it's over, I remain hostile. I remain hostile. I remain hostile. Uh, this song is dope as hell. Yeah, and I was so excited when verse three. Oh okay. I, I mean, okay. So the whole song deserves our attention, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can start at the beginning. It's, it's yeah, great. That's great. Um, but it's it's split into two very distinct parts, which I kind of like these these combo songs. Um, mm-hmm. One, the first part, which I'm assuming is a, a report to the shareholders, is fairly short, uh, coming in at just under three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get like this weird little synthy breakdown in the middle. Uh, it's like an interlude between the two. And then when the beat comes back in, like right after, right after three minutes, um, I think that's where you get Kill Your Masters starting. Um, so one thing that I like about all parts of the song is there are so many shout outs to yeah. um, very important black figures um, starting in verse one of, I mean, they, they do it through um, a report to the shareholders, but we see it a lot more in kill your masters, but killer Mike, like in the first verse is shouting out Jack Johnson, tiger flowers. Let's see. Garvey, Mike Tyson, that's it for verse one, but still like, yeah. and then when uh, that legendary verse three comes in, there's a lot of shout outs to yeah. it, but we'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. But this song, um, when I first heard this song start, I thought I'm like, wow, this sounds a lot like sea legs off of run the jewels too. Um, but it definitely got its own identity as soon as the actual instruments came in, but yeah. it's kind of one of those, uh, it's one of those slow burners mm-hmm. where you're like, this doesn't sound like that hard of a beat. Yeah. By the time you're done, it's like, whoa, what just happened to me? Yeah, yeah. It takes you for this six-minute ride, and by the end of it, you're just nodding your head so hard, man. You're worried it's just going <laughs> to get stuck in a fence or something, man. <laughs> keep going you know? back to the goats. Um, yeah, it's, it's. I think, it's, I mean, it's incredible. I think it deserves the, the six-minute timestamp it got on the album. For sure. Um, okay, let's just, let's just jump right to the third verse, because it's, it's so good. Here you go, surprise. Children of men on the throne, roll for no atonement. Got me feeling like I'm Clive Owen, rolling through a future frozen. The flows are burning wind, blowing to your coasting. Now we're cages because we rolled the waves of your explosions. Don't appeal it to our killers, man, to stop the bleeding. Songs are dirty bomb. For they dirty dealers, boots on the roof. I'm Charlie Mingus jumping through the ceiling. Master peeing on these lost European thieves. Shippy Grimmin, Layla, born a reaper, born in the beast, fixing a feast and tearing its features. The world searches, the nation's nervous, the crowds awaken, they can't disperse us, we ain't at the service. We'll stay sedated, we'll state our numbers for our names and remain in faces, but dignified they can't erase us. We ain't asleep, we rope and go through the flames. Man, the world gonna ride what's implied in the name. So, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that was Zach De La Rocha. Rocha? Roca? Uh, Rocha, I think. Rocha. There we yeah. go. Uh, yeah, and uh, for those of you that aren't familiar, that is Rage Against the Machine, basically. Uh, their <laughs> yeah. d- defining sound uh, next to Tom Morello, I guess. But um, 
Yeah, it's so good to hear from him. And the couple times that we have recently, it's been with Run the Jewels. I I trust his motivation as far as being involved with different acts, you know? Um, yeah. Like, if, if Zach De La Rocha likes you, you're probably a decent person, you know? <laughs> yeah, and you're definitely not a friend to bad government or, like, it, you're, that means you're probably socially progressive, yeah. I guess, if, if Zach De La Rocha can get along with you. Yeah, exactly. Because he doesn't uh, suffer fools at all. No. So. <laughs> He's got no time for that. There's no. There's only one person on this planet that has even less time for that, and that's a mortal technique. <laughs> that's what he's not even he won't even answer his phone man he's no. just he, he so doesn't have a phone man he's he's a conspiracy guy so he doesn't <laughs> yeah, want man. he doesn't want he's, big brother watching him <laughs> he's still just listening to vinyl in his place man yeah that's cool yeah just chilling <laughs> so uh this song does this song line up with the inauguration day and stuff like that is that why you picked it or is it more that it's dope or Um, what's uh why the song on this episode well so i listened to it i did happen to listen to it for the first time as a result of inauguration day Mm -hmm. um but it had been in the back of my mind for a few weeks uh because my sister had recommended it to me um oh nice because she's a she's big into this album as a whole which i am too now i used to kind of doubt whether or not i would i would be able to get into these guys but Mm. rtj3 is is amazing um yeah but yeah i i remembered that my sister said there was a good a good verse with zach de la rocha on it uh, Mm. on this album (laughs) and wow so i looked it up because i i needed something I needed that voice. <laughs> I needed his voice in particular. Well, you but. keep talking about how much you miss Rage Against the Machine and yeah. how we need them in this time. Yeah. Um, and I think I, the first time you mentioned that, I'm like, well, I mean, we have run the jewels. But that was before you really listened to them. And you're yeah. Like, yeah. And I was like, yeah, but they, they don't know what they're talking about. But yeah. shit, yeah, they do. <laughs> they're they're pretty woke. And I, can, I, can I even use that term? Is that so stupid for me to say woke? But there is that. Wait, wait, wait. Is that like the... Mm-hmm. Is that like the gangster way to say awakened? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's not gangster; it's it's contemporary. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's a way of saying like like someone got uh, like um, a takeout container and it said BLM on it, and they're like, "Damn!" At first, I thought these Chinese takeout guys were woke as fuck, but then I realized it stands for beef lo mein, you know, instead of, <laughs> instead, of instead of Black Lives Matter, you know. And I'm just like, that's some funny shit. And there's like a comic where it's like someone's like, honey, is the baby asleep? And the guy peeks in and the baby's like, gender is just a social construct. And the guy's like, nah, man, this baby's woke as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, cool. So that, that is a thing. Oh my God. Yeah. So these, I feel so old. So I just, I do want to talk about, um, Zach De La Rocha's verse real quick. And then we'll move on to my song because I'm excited about it. Um, yeah. He kind of carries on the shouting out like important people to the black community, not necessarily of the black community, but to the black community. So like Clive mm-hmm. Owen, um, Charles Mingus, De La Soul. Uh, I especially like Charles Mingus. Of course, he played bass for Miles Davis on quite a few of his live albums. And then he also was the bassist in Kind of Blue. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, yeah. Yeah, kind of kind of hard to, to play, forget. To play bass on that album. Especially that was essentially a one take album. So yeah, that's it insane. speaks to yeah. But he was also an activist as known, right? Um yeah. very politically charged. So 
He also got, uh, he snuck Master P in there on you. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it, it's just, like, if you go back to Rage Against, I, I mean, I can't, I feel like Zack De La Rocha and Rage Against the Machine are inseparable, so I, I always yeah. compare stuff that he does on his own compared to That's what he fair. did with them, but yeah, yeah. You, you never hear him call people out, ever, or, or name drop like that, you know? No, he's he's very much embraced the hip hop side of of his art. Well, and that's the thing. Like, it's it's always been rap metal. Um, I guess how would you define? Mm, it's hard. Uh, Rage Against rock. the Machine. I mean, it, rap rock. It yeah, doesn't really. It doesn't have like a double bass drum or anything. Yeah, it's not metal. So rap rock. Uh, but this is. I mean, he is keeping up with their flow. He's keeping up with everything. Like this is straight up rap, and he even says mm-hmm. "run them" at the end, which makes me so yeah. happy. Yeah, oh, it's so good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> But I want to talk about another new song that came out at the time of recording, like three days ago. And this mm-hmm. is by a band that um, usually, I mean, I have two of their albums. Um, I really like their song Neon Bible and uh, a few of their other tracks that I, sorry, I'm listening to it. It's very distracting. But uh, this, <laughs> the band is uh, The Arcade Fire. The song is I Give You Power featuring Mavis Staples. And the first thing you'll notice is that is a very different sound for the Arcade Fire. Um, usually you can hear a lot more instruments. You can maybe hear some violins, some strange, folky, weird world sounds. I don't know. But this this feels a lot more almost like a Gorillaz track. Yeah. Um, in that, yeah, it's more sparse. There's more electronic components and stuff. I, I think this song is really interesting. But I want to hear kind of your first impressions on it. Yeah, um, well, I I'm not I'm usually not very fond of of Arcade Fire at all. Um, mm. I just because I I don't know why <laughs> I've just always had a chip on my shoulder about Arcade Fire. And yeah, for for no good reason. Well, it feels like they try too hard sometimes, but yeah, yeah. and that they, they they think of themselves pretty highly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I started this and I was like, at first I kind of checked to make make sure I got the right link. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. So I didn't really. I was like, wait a second. This is this is one of those that like the link is corrupt and it sent me somewhere else or something. Yeah, you know? yeah. That or like the song random. had been taken down and replaced with something else. You know. Yeah, that I've been so confused by that on multiple occasions where I'm like, this yeah. is not their usual sound. Yeah. Nope. This is not that. No, not at all. And what I heard was like, whoa, this is. <laughs> This is an arcade fire I could get behind for sure. Yeah. Um, and judging by so the best part about listening to stuff for the first time on YouTube mm-hmm. is you can scroll down and read the comments. <laughs> I yep. don't know why I do this. To uh, um, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I do this. I'm I'm still doing it. And people uh, really hate on this track. Yeah, people hate this song. Um, which. <laughs> WTF. Oh, it just makes it. It makes me happy when people hate what hipster <laughs> bands do, because it's so hip that they can't. Uh, they just they don't know what to do with it. It's 
they didn't discover the the sound of minimalist drum and bass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is basically because... what I get out of this is like it's mostly drum and bass. Well, yeah, and it's actually I mean it's more similar to a Run the Jewels track or like a Gorillas track than it is. Well, maybe not Run the Jewels in like sound, but not in uh, delivery of the lyrics, of course. But I could hear someone rapping over this in theory. I could hear someone um, just doing this, just the instrumental. I could hear that. This could be a Moby track, for heaven's sake. Um, oh, yeah. It totally could. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's funny, yeah. <laughs> I could definitely guess, hear Moby on this. Yeah. But I guess I want to talk about the song. I mean, for one, it just came out, and it's really, I just want to get it in front of as many ears as possible. But uh, it also is uh, very pertinent to the political scheme right now. And not, not even just Trump and the presidency, but just in general, where it's like um, a strong reminder that public representatives, whether it's a senator, a governor, a president, a prime minister, a chancellor, um, they are our employees. Um, And they they do not rule us in a sense of like they work for us. Mm -hmm. And I think this song just further emphasizes that message a lot more. I mean, and and there's very sparse lyricism, but I think the message is there to where it's like, I can give you power, or I give you power, and I can take it away. that's not something that our governor can say to us if our governor is like look i give you guys power i'd be like excuse me (laughs) what yeah it's like do you now like you represent (laughs) me but like you you are nothing without me you know i'm fine without you but you're nothing without me so yeah uh but i think i think it's good that it's simplistic because you have to you have to speak in plain english to these idiots because they don't (laughs) understand yeah. Anything else? Yeah, it's and just it, a... it, and I won't say anybody in particular, but some of them can only tune in for 140 characters at a time. <laughs> yep, and uh, it all—it is also worth saying that Arcade Fire is not a American band, not an American band. None of their members, I think, are American. I think they're kind of from all over the place. Um, really? Huh. Yeah, but I feel like this was pretty aimed across the pond. Though Europe has its own, definitely, European citizens also need to remind their leaders uh, who the boss is. So, who knows? Maybe it's for American politics. Maybe it's for theirs. Maybe it's for all of ours. But um, this song does a very good job in very few words of um, getting a political message across without being preachy. So, I appreciate that. Yeah, I I like it a lot. I'm, I'm still reveling in the hate that they're getting on youtube it just makes me happy (laughs) um the my favorite Mm. this i feel like this could almost be a bit um about youtube comments um Uh my favorite youtube comment so far is i mean like honestly my favorite is uh is uh very much enjoying lcd sound systems new new song (laughs) (laughs) 
is a far departure from LCD. So that's funny. <laughs> I, I th- no, I think this could fit perfectly on on well, on one of their albums, especially say on it, uh, this is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you say it, that actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Oh god, that's hilarious! I just, I just randomly, oh my god, I just randomly clicked like somewhere on the video box, mm-hmm. the, the video box, whatever the, <laughs> whatever the box that it's the called video. the computer, Riley. <laughs> Holy shit, you're old. Okay, uh, whatever, whatever the the little module is that the video plays on, mm. I just clicked on it randomly and it sent me to the new fucking OK Go song, and that's the last <laughs> thing in the world I wanted to listen to. <laughs> Mm. <sighs> okay go now that's a band i just put on repeat said okay no, said no one ever <laughs> i like their music videos uh i like some of their songs but i have to cherry pick so hard with that band dude yeah i have to cherry yeah. pick so hard mm. yeah me too mm. well there is a comment here saying that this is a better gorilla song than any of the new gorilla songs what do you think about that i uh I'm going to reserve judgment on that real quick. Uh, so mm. next track we have is <laughs> the almighty uh, gorillas have returned with Hallelujah Money um, mm. featuring Benjamin Clementine. And a weirder song could not have been picked for them to uh, to come back on, this, on the scene with. Yeah, six um, years without releasing an album and they come out with uh, Hallelujah Money. But I think that's what they wanted to do. Or he, rather. Yeah, I mean, to do was that is such a Damon Albarn move to just be like, "Here's a track," and it's like this is probably an intro or an interlude or like I think he's trolling us for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was talking to I was talking to our frequent guest Seamus uh, Mm. the other day Mm -hmm. about this song because he's he's a big Gorillaz fan, Um, and I was asking him, you know, what his initial thoughts were on it and mm-hmm. uh he said much like um much like a uh, cloud of unknowing on plastic mm. beach mm-hmm. if you listen to it by itself it's just weird as shit <laughs> yeah that's a really good point yeah and it doesn't really yeah. fit in but with with what you want from gorillas but then when you listen to it with you know the three four songs around it mm. it makes perfect sense and it's great um so i'm thinking that that is this song's future is to kind of bridge the gap between two two other completely different but uh but similar songs as well you know yeah i could see that that makes sense um i don't hate it i mean don't get me wrong i don't hate no i don't hate it either at all it's it's just it's weird it's it's kind of dissonant it's kind of out there um but that's i i don't know it's just fitting it's fitting for what it's trying to do i think is to make us uncomfortable yeah um And it does that in the lyrics themselves I have in one of these many tabs. Holy cow. There we go. <clears throat> this definitely is a song disguised uh, as a message of positivity. Yeah. Um, I don't necessarily buy that, though. Uh, especially, I mean, when Benjamin uses words such as, like, um, subtle little hints, like... Uh, uh, sorry. <clears throat> oh, and even stronger than the walls of Jericho. Um, just a reference to the walls of Jericho in general, where yeah. it's like 
that's yeah you could say stronger than the walls of jericho and it's like oh yeah really strong walls but in reality the walls of jericho at least in in the bible were destroyed by without a sword being lifted they were destroyed by people marching around it for seven days in protest blowing their horns until the walls fell and the leaders surrendered so like saying something is like the wall of jericho is actually saying that wall is only as strong as the will of the people being blocked by that wall you know exactly yeah so it sounds happy he's talking about unicorns but he is also saying that the structures being put in our way are um destructible yeah so uh-huh yeah it's just uh, another subtle reminder <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, i think it, it fits fits in with um i give you power um yeah kind of reminding us that it's still still with still in our hands um do you think that goes go for it uh that i was just gonna say that goes for no matter who you support at any time no matter what leader you support at any time if you're jacked out of your mind about the current situation then i mean never forget that it's still up to you um yeah yeah you know it's just it's a good good thing to remember as an american because that that's kind of what makes makes us <laughs> unique <laughs> in a few ways you know well yeah and i mean even if you're pro populism and stuff like that's that's the ideal version of populism where it's like the people really do get exactly what they want um it's just up to you to decide what that is that you want and what that is you're willing to settle for and um who all gets to be included in the reaping of what you sow so do you think that the whole album is going to be politicized like this in the same way that demon days was about iraq and plastic beach was about climate change do you think that this next album will be about um brexit and i would imagine so i mean i can't imagine uh, an artist a politically charged artist like um damon alburn would avoid having some comments about brexit you know <laughs> yeah yeah um especially i mean he's out of london right or no he's in manchester where is he out of that's a great question mm. well mm. while you're looking that up um, we ser- he's- <laughs> hey i'm not i'm not doing that right now <laughs> just don't listen to my typing but he's certainly affected by it so yeah um yeah it i don't know i he's his politicism is the kind that i can get down with um Mm -hmm. metaphoric and it's easy enough to listen to his stuff and not get anything political out of it or most of his stuff Mm -hmm. but it's also easy to do that if you want to um so for sure kind of uh he's from london okay okay cool white chapel specifically white chapel mm-hmm hmm Cool. Uh, do you want, uh, do you want, we can spend the next two and a half hours of me just reading his Wikipedia page if you like. <laughs> we David already Albert, did an episode like that. Born we already did a demon March, days. 1968. Mm. Whoa, really? He's a. He's, he's, he's 48. Almost, wow. Yeah. Oh, his birthday's got to be coming up soon. Well, anyway, he's an English musician, singer, songwriter, multi instrumentalist, and record producer. Hmm. Yeah. Turns out. Mm hmm. <sighs> What a good song. That, He's oh. the lead singer of the alternative rock band Blur as well. <laughs> okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a, it's an interesting song. I feel like I need a little more time with this song 
before mm-hmm. I can really give it a I need, thumbs up. I need its context. I yes, its context. yes. I would love its context. But I have good faith um, in Damon. Even if a lot more songs on the album sound like this, then at least I can be like, oh, well, this is just an album that sounds like this. And that's, yeah. o- and that's okay. Um, yeah, that's fine, yeah. But just for him to put it out there in the kind of out of nowhere, yeah, I think he must have expected this reaction at least a little bit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. you can't you can't be the gorillas and release something like this and not expect everyone to hate it, which is exactly what's happened. Yeah. Ooh, what do you, what do you have for YouTube comments, buddy? Oh, yeah, let's check this out. Um, mm. Actually, funny thing is when you Google this on YouTube, Google it on YouTube. God, I'm old! <laughs> Jesus Christ. When you um, use the Google machine to pull up the video. Um, um I got it. Oh, there it is. Uh, yeah, when you pull it up on YouTube, uh, the first probably like six of six of eight links are uh, people trying to link it to the Illuminati. Man, Illuminati for a Gorillaz track. That's um, hilarious. Yeah. Oh, okay. My favorite part, I, I forgot about uh, one of these mm. comments just reminded me. Uh, my favorite mm-hmm. part of the song mm-hmm. is the clip that we get of SpongeBob running away and screaming at the end. <laughs> Which is out of friggin' nowhere. Um, it's great. Because <laughs> I feel like it just kind of sums everything up that he was trying to communicate. Well, let's... let's uh, mm. Let's get on something or somebody that never got hate ever. Mmm. Somebody classic, you, maybe. You can't. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's do it. Let's talk about Johnny Cash. God or what is it called? Sooner or later, God will cut you down. There we go. can run on for a long time, run on for a long time, run on for a long time. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Sooner or later, gotta cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar, go and tell that midnight rider, tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God's gonna cut him down. But this song, uh, I guess this this was my pick. For one, I felt like it went along with um, our previous picks really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, both in feel, really, in feel and musicality and stuff like that, but also in message. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was just I was just realizing that yeah, they all do follow a, a fairly similar musical uh, pattern. They're just simple. Yeah, it's Again, something you can like, pretty much stomp and clap to. Yeah, everything yeah. that we've got. I mean, Run the Jewels is probably the most mm-hmm. most mm-hmm. Uh, complicated, but still it has kind of that same same feel to it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and uh, the message is pretty much the same of, if you are a wicked person, don't get too comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, because um, while the world is full of wickedness, and it will always be, and partially because of broken stupid people like me who have these weird desires and um you know it's it's like we're all a little bit broken for sure uh i guess we've argued about this on previous podcasts but um (laughs) (laughs) i think i think human nature has some pretty inherent flaws uh and this song is just saying if you lean into those too much and if you if you 
truly become wicked, uh, God will cut you down. Mm-hmm. Which, um, again, and we've talked around this in other previous podcasts too, I, I don't necessarily think that God um, punishes us simply for existing and wanting things that don't line up with what he wants us to want. But I think this this message is reserved for the the truly wicked, not just like the generic quote sinner. You know, this is for the this is for the real bad ones. So, great song. Yeah, it, it's always this always comes on or whenever this comes on, I always mean to go home and look it up and buy it because I just oh. want to have access <laughs> to it, whatever. But I never I never remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe I finally will today. Maybe this time it'll stick. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You guys should remind Riley to do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just let's, send, let's me, hold send me endless messages on Twitter. <laughs> How would they do that, Riley? Uh, they would They would reach us at Echopod on Twitter uh, mm. and and either direct message me or just mention us and call me out for being an idiot. Yeah. Um, and But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and you Sorry, may have I was, heard. I was a... gonna go on a. I was gonna go on a tangent, but I don't want to. Oh, um... <laughs> I wanted. I think I put the song in here because I didn't want a tangent from you. <laughs> this was baiting, my friend. Baiting. <laughs> classic baiting. Yes, yes. Classic master baiting. <laughs> yes, master level baiting. Master level. <laughs> it takes the fun out of it. Uh... <laughs> Dude, it's weird, dude. On the last, uh, I guess, two episodes of Wordstruck at this point, but on my other podcast, I was editing the, it the other day, and I realized that for some reason I was just saying, like, every word very sharply. I was like, yes, I agree that Voldemort, and, like, I was saying my T's and everything. You can't right? say that name. Oh, shoot. God. Um, Have you learned yeah. nothing on Wordstruck? Uh, I I try to censor it on the show and it's hilarious. I, yeah, I if if you guys if you guys are interested in listening to Clark learn nothing about his life, then mm. you can go listen to uh, Wordstruck, where his his uh, far superior uh, colleague <laughs> and, and he talk about. I, I'm guessing I guess you guys are doing the whole Harry Potter series. And it's, it's looking it's your, like it. It's your first time through. Yeah, it's my first time through. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty entertaining to listen to you not learn anything about life. Yeah, especially because Alyssa try and open your eyes and you just refuse. Yeah, especially because she is so keen to so many things and she understands the greater context of of events that occur and she's just like, oh well, what about this, this, and this? And I'm just like, girl, I don't. He he did what? Uh... He cast a spell though. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm still just convinced that magic is just really a complicated series of scripts and algorithms divided around like core power sources. Like this, it, this is. Uh, I want to make it sci-fi when it's it's actually fantasy, mm-hmm. and it's just hard for me not to try and put some put some science in there. Um, sure. Yeah. So anyway, whew, don't know how we got off on that tangent. I don't. I, I last night at dinner I explained quantum computing to a bunch of people. Oh. Uh, it was <laughs> it was super satisfying. Also, I. I I knew the like the very basic, very basic surface, and that was enough to to satisfy everybody. So that was good. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about uh, quantum anything. It's it's fun yeah. to kind of like describe it, but yeah. like once you get into it, it's just so confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, we need to we need to talk about how YouTube has failed us on this song real quick. Um, yeah, please. I my favorite part so far has been. Uh, 
you know the, the little suggestions that pop up in the the movie box oh yeah in the movie <laughs> box that's what, that's what i'm gonna call it now oh um, the wow moving, okay. moving picture box um <laughs> yes <laughs> well this this video pretty much is moving pictures um mm-hmm. but anyway yeah the the little ads that pop up have been for lady antebellum and dirks bentley <laughs> which what? youtube could not have failed more um, oh wow Oh, I mean, Dirk Bentley so is country, and Johnny Cash is country. But I, no, there music. has to be there has to be a genre divide between Johnny Cash country and any country now. You know, I've kind of felt that way too. Where it's There's like guy, right around... there, there has to be different ways to describe the two because country now is not country like it used to be. Yeah, and I think the divide probably comes right around the time that Big and Rich came around. Oh. And songs like Honky Tonk, Badonkadonk, I feel really ended How in era. How do you know that? Uh, I listened to country up until right about then. I, I feel like uh, country really was great until right about the year 2000, and then it okay, started yeah. to fade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, wish there, I also wish there was a divide there. Because when I mean, you have Americana... Is, is one way to describe, like, very, like, that old country. A lot of it falls under the Americana label. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's just country, which covers a massive amount of, of sounds and styles. But whatever it is now, I I don't know what to call it. I feel like you should call it new country, like, with the N-U and the dash, yeah. just out of disrespect. <laughs> and because... new country with a K. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Kid Rock would be excited about that. Oh, yes. He'd be like, oh, I created a genre I didn't know. Mm. I created a genre because nobody wants to see Johnny no more. They want (sighs) jerks. Anyway. It just just makes me sad. It just makes me sad. You know what makes me happy? Surprise tracks. Oh, cool. All right. Surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) Last time you dropped metal on me out of nowhere. Oh, this 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 is agreeable. This you're going to be able to get behind. Turn my headphones down. Right? No, turn them up. Turn them <laughs> up. I don't know, man. I, last time scared me. Boy, wow, that was a ride. Yeah. Uh, wow. So uh, you just linked me out of freaking nowhere uh, an AFI track, the yeah. uh, AFI track White Offerings. Now, how long has it been since we've heard from AFI? Uh, I'm trying to look that up because they had one that came out a few years ago. I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me. Uh, Burials. Yeah, there's one of their songs where they had a music video where uh, it was the first time we saw Davey Havoc with his haircut and, mm-hmm. and gelled up like that. Because, I mean, for the longest time, I I don't need to tell you this, this is for the sake of the listener, but AFI is traditionally very much like a, a rock band that leans a lot more towards emo than it would like to admit. Um, yeah. And Davey Havoc has always had this long black hair and this dark eyeshadow. 
uh, and a very feminine feel to him because I, I don't know if he is trans, but he's definitely um, friends very tight with the trans community. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that he definitely has delved into cross-dressing and stuff. But um, all that to say, to see him come out with his uh, shorter hair that's styled back and a little bit of a beard, it's just like, damn. Like, yeah. first of all... Total this, change of face. Yeah, yeah, to go from this withering feminine, not not feminine to say weak, but feminine to say feminine, uh, to go to very much more of this masculine, ropey, ugh, Wolverine vibe. He's, he's a... <laughs> Good looking man, Riley. Yeah, he is, very much. And I did not know that the whole time I was listening to him in high school. Uh, because we we listened to uh, Sing the Sorrow AFI. Yeah, I do like that AFI quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, me too. But this is this is promising. I like I like what I hear on uh, on on this track. I haven't taken a chance to really listen to anything else off of the new album, which oh yeah, they, they just put out a new album. Uh, two days ago, as of there's right a, now, there's a whole album. Really? Yeah, it's called the Blood Album. Holy um, shit! Yeah, you heard it first here, I guess. Yeah. Probably not, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still, uh, judging by judging by the 500,000 YouTube views of most of their songs on the Blood Album, I feel like we're not the first here. But mm. um, anyway, yeah, it's uh, it sounds good. It, yeah, his voice sounds really good to me. I mean, that's it's got all the little nuances that I liked about AFI in it, 2003 or whatever it was. Yeah, Davey Havoc is he's angry. He is returning to a theme that you find all over in his work, which is the idea of purity and, and presenting yourself in this pure form. And and so many of his previous songs talk about how he is just dirty and, and how he'll never be... You know, it, he tends to put whoever he's singing about on a little bit of a pillar and, and kind of saying, like, I'm not good enough for you. And mm-hmm. this song kind of exemplifies that, but in like an angrier way to where it's like, I bring you uh, white offerings and this, this paper dove where it's like, I'm bringing what I thought was unattainable to you. Where it's like, I found it. I figured out, like I found this pureness in myself and I'm giving it to you. And for some reason, he's angry about that. At least that's yeah. how I interpret it. What do you think? That, that's on, on first listen. That's kind of what I got as yeah. well. Um, and yeah who knows why he's upset about it but uh i like i like how he sounds when he's upset so that's good yeah for sure <laughs> Ooh, i just turned the movie box into a theater box <laughs> love it and now it takes up the top half of my screen oh wow interesting um yeah i thought i, th- I thought it would be fun to uh to share that that track with you since i know that we were both afi fans back in the day yeah that makes me really happy um mm-hmm. did you ever get on the december underground train did you ever board that ride ride mm-hmm. that board i rode no boards mm. um it's very good uh, there is one moment that is almost unsufferable where he reads like this poem and he's like oh we're killing and spilling all over the cutting room floor and then you fly out of the blood it's it's terrible but oh, uh there are a lot of really good things on that album, like a lot of yelling, a lot of good guitar solos. Oh, yeah, like... Miss, Miss Murder's on that one, right? No, this is way after that. Oh, wait, is that? Shit, you might be right. Uh, yeah, that is Miss Murder's on that. Um, hmm. Love Like Winter is on that, too. For some reason, that came out as one of the singles, Love Like Winter, even though it's like one of the more boring songs on that album, in my opinion. Uh, at least listen to the first two tracks. Kill Caustic and Prelude are very good. 
Hmm. Yeah, I'll have anyway. to look into that. Yeah. Wow, I really like that surprise track. Um, yeah, I, I thought the, it, it, so far, so far, the surprise tracks that I've I've brought to the table um, have completely defied our the trend that we've been having on the episodes. This so is I true. Felt like I, I needed to stay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is left field. This is not political at all. It's just straight back to romance. Uh, it's great beating yourself down doing this weird self-deprecation but at the same time this one's a little more uplifting yeah it's good i wish i could remember the name of the music video that i'm trying to think of it's really annoying that i can't think of it i think maybe this is a defense mechanism for me is returning to um returning to my angsty teen years because it was just a simpler time yeah our problems were so much smaller back then at least for me i've been listening to some some 41 lately (laughs) um this is um, a lot of... I'm glad that we didn't really get too off on political rants and stuff. We've had a lot of that in the no. past. It's uh, I'm so happy. I'm still... I mean, this is going to be way outdated by the time this episode's out, but that Women's March was incredible. Uh, I had yeah. so, many, so many of my female friends went and marched, and they didn't march out of hatred or anger or violence. Um, yeah, nobody got arrested. Yeah, nobody got arrested. And whew, how incredible is that? That's power, power of the woman, man. But they weren't they weren't marching because um, they were marching for positive things. They were marching for respect and equality and um, freedom. And it was really, really cool to see these messages of um, like you matter, you have value, you are just as valuable as anybody else. Just to see this positivity and these messages reinforced all over the country, it was really cool. Um, I know a lot of people don't get it. They're not really sure what they're trying to accomplish with the marches, but you know, like it's um, just it's it's just cool to see that many people get together and peacefully protest and to get across the message of the two hundred plus groups that went in um, to support yeah. it. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of what the cause is, I mean, when you can when you can organize that many people and your message is that positive, then. Mm. Have at it, man. That's that's the beauty of being an American. Yep, is that you can for now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I, you know, I think a lot of things would have to change before that changed. Um, and when it does, I mean, that's a that's a good sign. When you no longer feel safe protesting, that's a good sign that you should be very attentive to what the politicians are doing. So. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, it's been it's been a I at the beginning of this week until now. Um, I thought I was going to be in a worse place by the end of the week, but hmm. my, I, my mood has gotten infinitely better just because of the music that I've been listening to and just kind of the, the feeling of this week has been great yeah. overall, I think. Yeah. And that's, I mean, on our, on our side anyway. Yeah. And that's exactly <laughs> it. And I, and I hear more and more positivity coming out week by week, even as people are upset, people, you know, the presidential inauguration, all the new laws being passed and stuff like that. Like there's still this idea of no 2017 is going to be a good year. And I, I believe that. And, um, I'm just so excited and there's so much creativity, so many things being created out of that's the important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's great. Um, yeah, it's, it's been kind of my, my mantra all week has just been, if you're, you know, if you 
feeling something about what's going on, just make something, make anything. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be like you don't have to paint something or write a song, or write poetry or write a book. You know, mm-hmm. you can. Like I'm, I'm fucking writing a fantasy campaign for you bastards, and yeah. it's like it's a great outlet because <laughs> I'm just like just creating things, just make things. It's, yeah, it's, it's and, the energy that you get from that is is unreal. Man. And if you're not the quote unquote like creative type, get people in a room together and talk and have a discussion, and invite your neighbors over for coffee or tea, or bring them a tray of cookies that you bought from Walmart. Like I yeah, like exactly. all you have to do like don't buy don't buy them from Walmart don't buy them from no Walmart, uh, <laughs> I mean go buy a tube of cookie dough bake some cookies you you can't screw that up man and and bring them over to your neighbor and have a conversation ask how was your week how about this weather like you don't need to be a creative artsy type to make a difference go show the world that go show people that they matter and that's you know spread love. And as cheesy as that sounds, and as cheesy as I feel, more and no, more every exactly day. Exactly what we need to do, man. Yeah, because I it's exactly it. I have so much just bitterness and anger and all that, and I'm just trying to. What is that going to get me, man? Like, what is that going to get me that love can't get me way faster and way better? Um, and I mean, I'll just, I'll just. I, Zach De La Rocha should, should stay angry because that is where he is best able to make changes is through his anger. Um, but I feel like me personally, I need to play to my strengths and I am so much better at being loving and caring and attentive as opposed to angry and needing to yell about it. So I'm going to play to my strengths just as I hope run the jewels and, and the gorillas and Zach De La Rocha play to their strengths. That's perfect. I, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I, I have nothing. Cool. <laughs> well, thanks you guys so much for listening. Uh, we hope we'll catch you soon. Bye. Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell them that God's gonna cut you down Tell them that God's gonna cut you down Tell them that God's gonna cut you down